What's up, guys? <laughs> this is episode 12 of Press Y. Uh, my name's Kelton Burns. Today I'm joined by Cameron Donahoe. Hello. I'm Cameron Donahoe, joined by Kelton Burns. And we're going to hop into some gamer news for you guys. So... Jim Ryan is stepping down. In a press release earlier this week, Sony announced that Jim Ryan is stepping down. Ryan, who's currently the head of PlayStation and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment, has been with the company for 28 years. He first joined the company in 1994 in Europe and held several different leadership positions since before becoming the president and CEO in 2019 of Sony Interactive Entertainment, replacing John Gadara. So, Sony Group Corporation President and COO Hiroki Totoki will take on the interim CEO role <laughs> beginning in April of next year. So, who is Hiroki Totoki? As a, <laughs> a legendary man with a very silly name. <laughs> As I previously said, Totoki... <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. We, Me and Cameron are getting over some technical difficulties. Uh, that is why I'm laughing. Well, one of us is. I, I, I've been... <laughs> I've been doing great on my end. <laughs> as I previously said, Totoki currently serves as president of Sony Group Corporation. This is the management structure that oversees all of Sony's various divisions. These include Sony Pictures Entertainment, Sony Music Group, Sony Financial Group, Sony Semiconductor Solutions, Sony Corporation, and lastly, our little Sony Interactive Entertainment that we so love. Totoki is second in command behind Chairman and CEO Kenichiro Yoshida for managing all of these branches. Totoki is expected to continue his current duties while taking on the duties of Sony Interactive Entertainment. He joined Sony back in 1987 and has climbed his way to his current position over the last 30 years. It seems like most things he touches tend to grow upwards. So yeah, this guy, you know, he's COO, second in command of this group that oversees all of Sony's different branches. And now he's going to be taking on the role of one of the branches as well. So I don't know if he's going to be doing this long term or if he's just holding it until they find someone else. But he seems to be knowing what he's doing. It seems like PlayStation is in good hands with this guy. He seems like a like he's got he's he's had a lot of success and has a lot of versatility in his resume, so that's cool. It's good yeah. to know. He, he also is obsessed with if growth. my last name was Blamrin, <laughs> I think it'd be pretty bold of my parents to name me Cameron. <laughs> if my that's last name was Elton. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. That is all I'm saying. I bet he's an incredible, <laughs> incredible CEO. You should name your son Bonaho. That that would be sick. <laughs> that would be dope. I need to take one out of Hiroki's book. <laughs> you know what isn't sick though? Hmm. On both clear and dark nets, a ransomware group has claimed to have breached all of Sony's systems. <laughs> Get it together, Kelvin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They stated that due to Sony refusing to pay, they intend to sell the data. They provided images of an internal login page, an internal PowerPoint presentation, and some Java files in a big like file pack. They've, they've included this as proof of the hack. In response, Sony has stated that they're currently investigating the situation and with no further, further comment at this time. So let's look back at some, uh, some of the previous Sony hacks. In 2014... The personal data of Sony Pictures Entertainment employees was leaked online. You may remember this is how the interview, the movie with, with James Franco, Seth Rogen, that leaked online. And there's a bunch of internal emails that revealed a bunch of
bunch of different movies that were in the works. It was it was a it was a wild uh, little hack. And then before that, in 2011, there was the PSN hack, where 77 million PlayStation accounts were compromised and the service went down for 23 days. Sony reported that outage costed them 171 million. And in response, they offered everyone compensation in the form of 30 days of PS Plus, Hulu Plus, and three PlayStation 3 games. Oh no, four PlayStation 3 and PSP games. So maybe we're all gonna get some games out of this hack, uh, but hopefully it's just uh, it's just a uh, baseless. I don't know. We'll see. This is a this is an interesting moral quandary. Uh, as a consumer, do you personally think are you pro hacker? Pro hacker. Uh, yeah, I from like a, a consumer standpoint, because it really seems like it's exclusively like a benefit for. I ha- mean, because <laughs> you're just getting a bunch of free stuff. Well, let's. And we were kids. except for the. Pe- we were yeah, kids sorry. when the PSN hack happened, but 77 yeah. million PlayStation accounts were compromised, and a shitload of people uh, suffered from credit card fraud during that. that so we true. might now that, that we're older, true. we could be the, <laughs> the victims of that because we have credit okay. cards now. So ha- I I bet gamers who are below the age of 10 very pro hacker. Not a lot to lose. <laughs> Not a lot on the line. Plus, they just get a bunch of games. So yeah. that's interesting. Keep an eye on those. Those 10-year-old cyber warriors, okay? They got nothing to lose, man. They got nothing to lose. (laughs) Okay, uh, on to the next thing. (laughs) The FCC. (laughs) The Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, has announced its plans to move forward with an administrative case against Microsoft's $69 billion buyout of Activision Blizzard. This is the next chapter in this never-ending thing cameron this in-house trial was put on pause last time we talked about this but will now carry forward without a preliminary injunction however the ftc cannot prevent microsoft from closing the deal before the october 18th deadline and if you remember last time we talked about the uk block that sense Mm -hmm. has been revised and they said since they're selling the cloud streaming rights everything looks green lights so i'm pretty sure it's being approved over there in the uk so this is kind of like the last stand is ftc trying to prevent the, the acquisition. So we'll see what happens. You know, they have until October 18th. That's like, what, 20 days? Interesting. In other news, Cyberpunk, the new update that came along with Phantom Liberty expansion, Phantom, yeah, the Phantom Liberty expansion has confirmed to have removed a lot of the dildos from the game. Boo! Previously, players would be. Previously, players would be finding dildos everywhere. They were tucked into every corner of Night City, but now it seems they're a little harder to stumble across. Huh. It seems like a weird item to just kind of find everywhere. Yeah. I, at one point, a developer said it was a glitch, but they were everywhere. You would just find dildos tucked into people's pockets, in their <laughs> trunks, just everywhere. Uh, they got that strap on them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they keep it on them. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, I guess uh, it'll it'll be a, you'll have to take the city a little bit more seriously because there's not as many dildos. Unfortunate. I like my Phantom Liberty Cities. Or li- what is it? Liberty City? I think it's Night City. Night City. <laughs> Night Phantom Liberty Cities to have to just be looking like a Spencer's Gifts. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted more dildo than store. You know, more Don't dildo know. than city. I want the I want the fucking all the skyscrapers to be mad phallic. Hell yeah! <laughs> like like a Little Mermaid. <laughs> exactly. Cover. Yeah. Exactly. Like awesome. that is a deep Disney cut right there. Next up, Epic Games. Things are not looking great over in the Fortnite house, as it has been revealed that Epic Games is laying off around 16% of its staff, which is around 900 people. 
the gaming Jeez, behemoth. Why, why did we start with the dildo news before this one? <laughs> well, I had to just slide in some like humorous things in between. Ah, uh, like a palate cleanser. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. more like a little light in the tunnel. Uh, epic... <laughs> and then back into the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this is not funny. Everyone loves behemoth. it when the light at the end of a tunnel <laughs> is just a mirage. You know, it's just... <laughs> An illusion. It's just more darkness after that. <laughs> Sorry, get to you. Back in the darkness, the gaming behemoth hasn't been doing well as it was back during the Fortnite peak popularity. Along with the layoffs, Epic Games is also selling Bandcamp, the music marketplace app that it acquired 18 months ago. And it's also uh, reallocating some of its advertising. I think it's called like Awesome something. But yeah, it's like it's reorganizing a lot of its assets and selling some. In a memo by Tim Sweeney, Epic CEO, Epic revealed that they've been spending more money than they've been earning while when they've been investing in the next evolution of Epic and growing Fortnite as a metaverse-inspired ecosystem for creators. Sweeney mentions that Fortnite is beginning to grow again, thanks to the creator content, but that this has lower margin business than they had when the Fortnite Battle Royale took off. Epic Games will be offering severance packages that include six months base pay and six months of Epic paid healthcare. Uh, for those affected by the layoffs. As of right now, across Twitter, it looks like a lot of the Fall Guys developers were laid off. Um, and Epic Games has recently announced that they're raising the price of V-Bucks by 12 to 15%. Not great. Um, I do, however, like, that is sad news. And that's, it's never a laughing matter when people get laid off from their jobs, and that really sucks. However, it does seem that... Uh, Epic is doing like doing a good job of handling a bad situation, like giving people severance and like the benefits that they need in order to stay afloat until they find other jobs. Um, also, in terms of Epic in the grand scheme of things, like it sounds like they can afford to take a bit of a hit. It sounds like they've had so much fucking success that like they're just starting to plateau a little bit, and that causes for them to reorganize some of their assets, like you say. Like I think they're just like a little spread too thin you know what I yeah mean? they seem to be growing at such a crazy speed for a long time right right so i i just think it's fascinating to like finally see like some level of like plateauing because it seems like they've just been skyrocketing for the past like seven years or something like that's so unprecedented in business you know yeah no it was a that like level a of success crazy explosion to being like the biggest game mm-hmm so I, I I think it's interesting seeing uh like where it where it stops, I guess. Yeah, yeah. The wheel keeps turning, as they say. So That's what uh Journey said. That's what Journey said. And the wheel in the sky keeps turning. Stephen King. I don't know any of the lyrics of that song. Next up. Or anything after that those those couple words I said. That was all improv. So Nice. <laughs> Keeping it <laughs> Keeping it unexpected. Little, little scat. Little scat for you. So I've been on Twitter recently and Alan Wake two impressions have started hitting. So let's dive into some of them. It seems like a three hour demo of the game was sent around to uh some uh early early reviewers. Jake Baldino said he's played around three hours of the game and it seems pretty damn awesome. Sage sections felt feel like a true Alan Wake sequel. Alan sections feel like remedy on wild sicko mode. So that's that that comment got me the most excited. Jeff Keeley said that after playing three hours of the game, he can confidently say Sam Lake 
Sam Lake, and Remedy have delivered a richly complex and interweaving narrative that will be talked about for years. Not as fun of a quote, but uh, yeah. still fun. Sam Lake confirmed that the old gods of Asgard are returning in this new game, which I'm really excited about. They were one of my favorite parts of the first game. German Strands got their hands on the preview and said it's one of the best video games of the year. Damn. Crazy to say that off a three-hour demo. Doesn't hold your hand. Yeah, especially considering the year that's going on. And can jump from psychological horror to survival horror brilliantly. So I'm excited about that. Psychological horror, I think Control and Alan Wake do that really well. But uh, yes. mixing in survival horror is going to be, you know, get me on the edge of my seat. Get my hands sweating. Mm. Mm. I love a slick hand. Dude, speaking of sweaty hands, I was playing Only Up on Fortnite. The, like, creator version of it. Like, in the little content creator platform mm-hmm. and my hands were getting sweaty as i was climbing up that fucking structure <laughs> it was wild kept having to wipe them is that the one that like all the streamers are playing yeah that's the actual game but then there's like a fan-made version of it copycat uh, inside fortnite in the creative hell yeah. uh, section fuck yeah because that game i think got taken down off of steam why I th- he like flappy bird uh said he, he couldn't flappy handle bird. the pressure of oh it anymore and took it down damn that's sad poor guy it's kind of like uh Oppenheimer. there's a lot of sad news in here <laughs> it's the oppenheimer of games <laughs> what have i created <laughs> ign said that alan wake may be remedy's greatest game alan wake 2 maybe remedy's greatest game yet uh so yeah a lot damn. of big praise come out of this three-hour little demo and that that game is one month away i am really fucking excited for it i have it pre-ordered i'm ready to get spooky uh, a week after Spider-Man 2 and Mar- Super Mario Wonder comes out, I will be hopping into some horror-filled adventure. Are those all October drops? Dude. That's a... Because oct- I thought September was a pretty big uh, month for games, but it's just like this fucking... No, every month leading up to December is just going nuts. Yeah, I think we'll probably hop into like all the games coming out in October on the next episode, but I guess by next episode we will be already six days into the month. But like... Off the top of my head, I know we're getting like uh, what's that? Ghost Runner two, I think it's called. Yeah. Uh, Spider Man two. Sick. We're getting Super Mario Wonder. We're getting Detective Pikachu two. We're getting Alan Wake two. The next month is really stacked, and then Hell right yeah. at the end of the month, we at beginning November we get uh, Modern Warfare three. I have to mention Call of Duty at least once per episode. That is this. That's our deal with Treyarch or Activision, whichever one is making the games. <laughs> Whatever one. Okay, but moving forward. During RazorCon 2023, the RGB-centric company announced Razer Aether Lights as part of its new Gamer Room category of products. Cameron, these gamer lamps will have RGB lighting and sync up with your other Razer accessories. As per usual, these lamps will come in standard and pro. They're priced at $80 and $130, respectively. Are you hyped or what for these? I think I'm going to buy one. I bought a lamp from the thrift store for under $3. (laughs) <laughs> and can it the, turn purple though it <laughs> it actually can't turn on the the little <laughs> knob is actually uh ripped off so i have to use pliers in order <laughs> to, to twist it you wouldn't have that problem if you spend 130 dollars on the razor aether Ro- light pro <laughs> that is true but I also wouldn't be able to buy groceries. <laughs> so there is that. I have a, a I don't have a Razer mouse actually because I didn't like the MMO mouse that Razer offers. So I had to buy a, a Corsair 
Uh, I have a Corsair mouse. I needed the one that has the the 12 buttons on the side Mm. for uh, World of Warcraft. The fucking, like, 100 buttons on your keypad just simply is not enough. It's literally not enough. That is concerning. My left hand, you know, that's like QWASD and every other button in the vicinity. But then also, I need to be able to do a lot of other things that happen more sporadically. And I can just use my right thumb for those. So, like... You know, it makes sense. You know, when you're holding a controller, when you're playing on a console or in, with a controller on a PC or whatever, you know, your your right hand has access to like 10 different buttons. But True. if you're playing on PC on with a normal mouse, you're you only got two buttons on the side, man. Like some some games you just need more than that. Here's a thought. World of Warcraft. Cool it with the inputs, okay? Maybe maybe just stick to the giant keypad you have access to, you know? Dude, but then there's something so like fun about having to be so razor focused that you're on top of like razor razor focus like 30 different abilities but yeah back to what i was saying my mouse is corsair so the lighting on the my mouse isn't synced up with all my razor stuff but my headset stand and my keyboard they're synced up through razor's program on my computer so their lights flicker and change and you know they're synced up to each other so it's kind of like pleasing in the dark to have all the lights uh, synced up on the same color as they flow and this light this little lamp this aether light would light up the whole little section of the room that my desk's in in the same color which you know I w- something about that would be pleasing to me i also kind of want to get the mouse pad that has the lights on the edges of the mouse pad Dude, but you know it's a lot of up, money bro. a lot of money for a lot of different rgb stuff yeah dude you're fucking whenever you play games it's gonna be like a slander show like <laughs> it's just gonna be like a whole lighting crew yeah but uh, you know i say a lot i want a lot of these things but i don't know if i'm willing to actually you know put my money where my mouth is don't get me wrong man i want to afford a lamp that works (laughs) (laughs) that is ideal but alas sometimes it just ain't in the budget sometimes you just can't afford to have yeah. Have RGB lights in every single thing you own one day cameron me and you will have gamer room we're gonna have the, the gameriest room of all time. It's gonna be dope. So, the Lord of the Rings special effects studio Weta Workshop might be pronounced Weta Workshop has announced a cozy Shire Hobbit game. Uh, this was announced yeah. on Hobbit Day. This will Hell be their yeah. first, the studio's first video game. They usually just do special effects uh, for movies and shows. The teaser for this game didn't give much away; just kind of had some concept art and like someone looking through a journal. Uh, but but yeah, it's a <sighs> They're going to be working with publisher Private Division to get the game on PC and console in 2024. So I feel like they don't, you know, they don't have to like aim for the aim for the the stars really. We just need like a little, you know, a little cozy Animal Crossing, Harvest Moon, Stardew Valley type game. You know, I don't know, man. I am on the edge of my seat for some high octane journaling action, personally. Action. Um, so get drunk. And Hobbit. Yeah. Smoke. Smoke. Hobbits have a party, bro. Fellow, hella fellow weed. As they say. Um, yeah, as they say in the Shire. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, that sounds like a great combination. Hobbits have always kind of been like the epitome of cozy little guys. And I think it's kind of a no-brainer making a cozy little game in that uh, using that IP. However, off the back of Gollum, I'm like, I'm not too thrilled with just like random creative lord of the rings games usually i'm like oh yeah i'll give pretty much any lord of the rings game a try 
and then seeing seeing Gollum really pop off negatively <laughs> makes me a little hesitant about this. But it's I realize it's not the same company or anything like that. It's just I don't know. It, it left a bad taste in my mouth for uh, people using the Lord of the Rings IP for unorthodox games. It kind of shook my faith on the token estate on like who they're really trusting with the IP. And like yes. this studio's never made a video game before. So that already, yes. you know. But we'll see. You know, hopefully it's not hopefully it's good. I want it yeah. to be good, guys. I want it to be good. I want every game to be good. Every game. Next up, more layoffs, guys. Activision Blizzard has confirmed that some of the Hearthstone team... Just do team... all the bad news together. We I have quit more bad news. D- quit dangling people. <laughs> I'm trying to give you it. a little alleviation. Oh, my God. So, okay. Activision Blizzard has confirmed that some of the Hearthstone team has been laid off. They stated this is part of an organizational change. Uh, Ethan Gotch of Kotaku has his sources indicate that 10 people were laid off. But Hearthstone apparently is still doing uh, still doing well. According to one of the people that was laid off, they post on Twitter that they just had an internal meeting where they confirmed the game was doing well. Hearthstone? Yeah, Hearthstone. I like Hearthstone a lot, so that's good, I guess. It's like the only Blizzard game I like, so... Well, that's the team that Big got win 10 people Cam. laid off. Oh. Yeah. Unfortunate. So, next up, following an open beta a few weeks ago, Sega is scrapping the upcoming Zero Gravity heist shooter Hyenas, which was being developed by Creative oh. Assembly. Hyenas was revealed two years ago and seemed to be a cl- seemed to be close to release. Sega did note that Hyenas was proving to be a challenging title in an investor call earlier this year. Sega has said this is part of structural reform centered around its European studios. After reviewing the title portfolio of each development base in Europe, they have decided to cancel Hyenas and some unannounced titles in the region. Hyena developer Creative Assembly is now going through layoffs as they try to find a new path forward following the cancellation of Hyenas. So, yeah, we are not getting Hyenas. And it sucks to see a game canceled right before it was supposed to come out. Yeah, that is a bummer. Because they probably put a lot of work into this. If you're going to cancel a game, ideally, do it at like way 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 earlier not like a like a little bit before you release also zero gravity heist game that sounds sick as fuck that's such a cool concept for a game this is a real shame that it uh that it was canceled yeah man uh yeah and yeah like you said they probably have put a shitload of work in this game and it's probably pretty close to coming out man what a bad week for news (laughs) or at least people that like good news let's just I'm just gonna go. Let's, I'm just gonna list off some games that are coming out next month, Cameron. Fuck yeah, and yeah. Get, I, get me up. Intro. Okay, so get me up. Disgaea. Pick me up right now, Kelvin. Seven. I need Disgaea some moral seven. support. I've never played a Disgaea game. Disgaea. Yeah, I don't even. Uh, maybe Disgaea Seven. It's coming out October third. I know. I mean, if, if this is the seventh in the series, so it must be doing well. Mm. Uh, that's coming out October third. We have Assassin's Creed Mirage coming out October 5th. That's the new mm, mainline Assassin's Creed game. I heard it, it brought a historian to tears with how accurate it was. I saw that headline recently. Man, that's an emotional historian. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Detective Pikachu. How are you going to get Assassin's Creed Mirage? I saw it's like list. It's $50. It's the, uh, you're like an, are you, where does it take place again? Uh, I think it takes place in the Middle East. Word. Yeah. That sounds cool. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I haven't been into an Assassin's Creed game since Brotherhood. Like, I fell I... off when they made them open world and changed the whole formula. I think with the Egypt one, I forget the name of that one. Uh, but I didn't like that they changed Odyssey. Up the formula. No, not Odyssey. That was the Greek one. I don't remember, man. But this 
they say that Assassin's Creed Mirage is like a return to form with like more in line with the classic Assassin's Creed. So that has kind of attracted me to playing it. Yeah, I, I'm so torn on Assassin's Creed. I feel like it's been long enough to where like I could enjoy Assassin's Creed again. And I don't I don't even like I think I might like the fucking like open world stuff. It just seems like it's not really like Assassin's Creed anymore. It just seems like it's an amalgamation of popular games at the time. Like it just seems like fucking Breath of the Wild meets like Dark Souls. Yeah, I think they're trying to say Mirage. I guess we'll wait for reviews to really find out for sure. But I think Mirage is supposed to be more in line with the older titles and less like uh, those other open world games. Right. Cool. But yeah, that's right at the beginning of the month, October 5th. We got Detective Pikachu Returns the next day, October 6th. Less interesting. Then we got Roblox getting ported to PS5 on October 10th. Also less interesting. <laughs> I'm not a Roblox guy, unfortunately. For the racing boys out there, we got Forza Motorsport coming out ah, on October 10th. I've heard good things about Forza. I've heard good things about Lords of the Fallen, which is coming out October 13th. Yeah, yes. dude, Lords of the Fallen looks pretty cool. I am a little... Because they made another Lords of the Fallen, right? Yeah, this uh, is like a reboot remake. Like, I feel like they're just taking why? maybe the setting and the name and just making a fully new game that doesn't... Why really... not just like make a new game? I don't like know, if maybe it, they if, really liked that IP and they wanted to do well and they didn't do that well with the first one. It does look significantly better than like just from what I've seen through trailers and gameplay and stuff. It looks a lot more unique and like it's doing a lot more. Uh, Lords of the Fallen, the first one, just looked like it was just riding the coattails sure. of Souls games and not yeah. uh, well at all. Then we got Sonic Superstars. Coming out October seventeenth, the same day as Wizard with a Gun comes out. October so I'm kind of excited I, for Wizard with the Gun. It's at uh, $24.99. <laughs> I was looking at possibly pre-ordering it, but it looks like it would only be fun in co-op. So unless you're also buying it, I probably won't. I'll buy it. I, I'm buy actually it. pretty interested in Wizard with a Gun. You were so fucking obsessed with getting Wizard with a Gun merch at PAX. It was nuts. Dude, like, I just really like the cover of a wizard holding a gun. It is pretty rad. I'm not going to lie. You never see that, man. You just see a a nerd with a little stick, not a fucking Chad with a big old piece. Wizards don't need guns. Like that—that's like their whole thing. So to see a wizard with a gun, that's something else. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. Just the the, that concept alone makes me heavily interested in (laughs) Wizard with a Gun. Like if Wizard with a Gun was called like Spell Blasters or something, I'd be like, that's dumb. But Wizard with a Gun sick as fuck endless dungeon comes out later uh october 19th and then we got marvel's spider-man 2 coming out the same day as super mario bros wonder on october 20th and then we got the lord of the rings return to moria coming out october 24th and then we got uh just dance 2024 coming out yes. october 23rd yes. metal just gear dance. solid master collection volume 1 october 24th ghost runner 2 cool. october 26th that's my most anticipated game for sure dave the divers come out for switch october 26th and then alan wake 2 october 27th what i i assume out of all those your favorite uh that you're looking forward to is alan wake right yeah what's your favorite probably a ghost runner honestly uh, ghost runner the first one at least so fucking fun really cool really beautiful game i'm a really big sucker for like first person movement games uh, the demo. I played the demo. I don't know if I ever talked about it on the podcast, but I played the demo and it was so much fun. There's this motorcycle segment in the video game and the demo. I was having an absolute blast with man. Like I was, I was laughing out loud with joy as I just did the craziest <laughs> shit on this motorcycle. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, it, 
Ghost Runner also, at least the first one, uh, it has that like really good gameplay loop where you're like, kind of like Super Meat Boy, where you're like constantly trying to get this perfect run going, and the time between death and starting again is almost immediately, and yeah. so you can literally just like ram your face against a wall until it finally breaks. Uh, and so it's it's very for me at least it's very satisfying to like just try something like. 300 times and then eventually you just get this like perfect little run where you're just like slicing bullets and slowing down time and like uh just being a badass at the game i'm excited i think and i think it's launching for 40 dollars too cool yeah i feel like that's a perfect price point for that game way to stay humble ghost runner so yeah that's gonna like that that is a very stacked month i'm excited to see the people having having to choose between spider-man 2 and super mario bros wonder that'll be a good little matrix blue pill red pill situation there i'm getting both now i wasn't getting both but now i'm getting both thanks to the right. walmart coupon right didn't that like stop or something it lasted for one hour and <laughs> i thought maybe just... my i thought maybe my order would be canceled but it didn't and then this morning 7 a.m some walmart employee must have dropped off a uh, star wars jedi survivor outside my door because i now have that game for 30 dollars I watched in live time you texting me being like, there's a coupon. I'm buying this. I'm buying this. I'm saving so much money. And then just like, oh, God, it's not working anymore. They stopped the coupon or something. And then after that, you're like, I got the order. So I saw this whole roller coaster of Kelton trying to purchase multiple games from Walmart. It was a roller coaster, but I guess it worked out. Hell yeah. Well, good for you, man. I'm, I'm happy that worked out for you. What are you playing right now, Kellen? Uh, right now, I've just been playing Apex Legends, uh, a little Fortnite, and uh, and oh, then a little. Uh, I've still been w- working through Liza P. I actually yeah. just saw on Twitter that there's an update coming that's gonna make three bosses easier and make it to where uh, upgrading your capacity makes it is more effective. Because like right now, I have like, I think my capacity is my highest stat right now because I try to stay outside of the slightly heavy range, but I use a pretty heavy weapon and i have a lot of heavy defensive gear on Mm -hmm. so i'm barely keeping myself in the like within the capacity they also added a way to respec easier and uh and some other cool little additions people are really i saw in the comments there's a lot of negative reception to them making bosses easier and saying that they're even ruining the whole game i doubt that they're gonna be that much easier but i actually welcome that it's a little bit easier (laughs) i think that's fine like star wars like uh i don't know if you played what was this the pre the the previous title before Jedi Survivor? Fucking last no, <laughs> uh, not the last Jedi. I don't know, dude. But that's a that's a Dark Souls clone that was that was easy. Like it was accessible. Like it was still challenging, but it wasn't ever Dark Souls level hard. Yeah. And Liza P very much is Dark Souls level hard, and so maybe if they give you a little bit more breathing room, I think that's fine. They're not they're not from software. They don't need to be exactly from software. They can make things easier. Yeah, um, I feel like that would possibly. Uh help them deviate away from the pack a little bit because i feel like my biggest thing is like it's just like so similar to bloodborne which is great it's great in almost every single way it's just that like i would love a little bit more of a distinction between liza p and bloodborne though the the environment does help with that but even then it's like still kind of like i guess it's not gothic but it's just i don't know i guess it might be the way the characters carry themselves or something i don't know I'm just getting a fuckload of Bloodborne from that game. Yeah. And yeah, people either love that or they hate that. Such a big sense. There's people that have been waiting for a, a new Bloodborne for so long. 
Yeah. But yeah. They're uh, apparently that, that I'm waiting for that update to come through. And so in the meantime, I've just been like hopping around some other games. And now that I have Jedi Survivor as of 7 a.m. this morning, I just downloaded that on my PS5. So I'm looking forward to hopping into that because fucking I love Star Wars, man. And <laughs> I heard there's a heavy saber in this game. Yeah, that shit looks and, sick. Uh, I kind of want to fuck around with that. I usually, like I said before, I usually don't fuck around with like big heavy weapons like broadswords. I usually don't run that build in any Dark Souls games, but I think I might try it out uh, in uh, in Survivor and see see if it's if it's up to my alley or not. So so yeah, what have you been playing, Cameron? I've been playing a lot of uh, a lot of Mario Kart. Weirdly, like a shitload of Mario Kart. I'm not really much of a Mario okay. Kart guy. Uh, but yeah, been running some Mario Kart, been running some Katamari Damacia, or oh, Damacy. so, that's a game's like comfort food, man. It is, dude, like, the vibes of that game are so weirdly chaotic, but also calming. Like, it's just, like, so positive, you know? Like, there's, you're just, like, rolling up entire cities and countrysides, and there's just, like, weird, like, like Japanese pop music going on the entire time. There's just a bunch of nonsense on the screen. Oh, I love it. It's so fun. Uh, as well as I've been playing a lot of Brain Age. So what the hell? Well, yeah, yeah, man. I've uh, I've started uh, hanging out with someone who's like really into these games, and so yeah, I've just been getting weirdly competitive with Brain Age. It's been a good time. <laughs> Cameron's brain is growing. That's exactly. what we like to hear. Awesome. <laughs> it's a huge plus for everyone so yeah i think that's gonna wrap it up for episode 12 of press y yeah good job kelton we did it oh fuck cameron shut up i'm not recording <laughs> you are recording stop i'm not recording dude well let's uh let's run it back from the top let's just let's quit the podcast <laughs> i guess all right i'll see you guys next time bye